This is the Authority Partners Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Authority Partners Podcast. Hope you all still enjoy working from home and you listen our podcast frequently because we love, love, love to produce it for you. My guest today is Ervina Muftich, who is a project manager at Authority Partners for the last five years. And we will talk about something we all do every day, and that's negotiation. We negotiate with our partners, kids, dogs, but today we will definitely focus on a business negotiation. And I'm sure we will all learn a lot about it today. Hello, Ervina. How are you today? Hi, Asya. I'm great. It's a beautiful sunny day, so things seem brighter immediately. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Ervina, when we were doing our little prep um, on this podcast, you mentioned to me that one of your favorite quotes is communication has to be hot, H-O-T. That's honest, open and two-way. So I think that sets quite nice tone for our podcast. Uh, I'm definitely curious to hear from you about the importance of a negotiation, or maybe I should say the art of negotiation. Do you consider it an art? Yeah, definitely. It's it's really something that requires a lot of thinking, effort, and it's um, it's a challenge, of course, like every art. So I think it's also exciting. So definitely, I would consider it an art. Me too, me too. And uh, exactly, I was thinking like, yeah, we, we definitely negotiate every day. And, um, you know, in a way, like me as a communication professional, you know, we use different methodologies in our work. And uh, what I figured is that this specifically like negotiation process is pretty much the same when on air let's say, as a TV show. And uh, we definitely, as a communicators, use a lot of sort to say, but bridging. So, you know, it's one of the, the word games that you can definitely use in every negotiation process from the private life. Like, I really wanted to be here with you, but, and then you say, whatever you need to say. And that's pretty similar to, to a negotiation process. But uh, you mentioned to me once that many project managers avoid negotiating. So why is that? I think it uh, is also, um, before we even start, it's really important to, to emphasize how significant this topic is. I assume that a lot of project managers are not maybe entirely aware how how significant so it's a huge topic and we will i think today only tackle the tip of the iceberg mm -hmm. so um the negotiation overall applies really to most of the things that we do on a daily basis and of course as you said it does not relate only to project managers it really applies to every single person you're collaborating with on a daily basis i feel that a lot of people do mistake negotiating with an uncomfortable dispute and of course mm. a lot of people don't want to go there of course it's true negotiating is tough i think that without really the knowledge of what the right attitude is and what some good techniques are, a lot of people um, can feel intimidated or overwhelmed by negotiating. Because everybody is bringing their own energy to the process. So I guess most people just don't want to feel uncomfortable or, you know, maybe they're not trained to, to ask. And I wanted to ask you one another thing. Is it like the rule in negotiation that you ask for obviously more and just to get what you want? To, to to come to the level uh, of what you want. This is like the, the, I mean, in the sales business, something that works the best. Is it applicable to every other negotiation? 
process? I would definitely say no. Negotiating is about balance. It's about mm. uh, coming to a joint decision. So, of course, it's almost impossible to avoid a conflict or negotiation entirely, but really being able to negotiate the right way is a useful skill. So, um, just to get back maybe to your previous question, why a lot of ne- uh, project managers avoid negotiating, um, I think, first of all, there is a cultural aspect to it. Um, in some countries, it's just not common to to negotiate. It's not just common to do it. And um, at certain points, it can uh, be a bit of a shock if, if you ask someone, can you reduce the price? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that a lot of us don't think of negotiating as an option and we just assume it's rude. It really takes the courage to overcome this resistance and come to a point to understand that you can negotiate without upsetting the other person. Mm-hmm. And of course, you need to take into account your and their cultural background, but it's it's definitely a way where you can clearly and respectfully do it. And another reason, of course, is also um, that a lot of people avoid negotiating because it sounds as if they are totally unstructured, as if there are no rules to it and you have no idea what the other person will say or do. So what if everything goes horribly wrong? What if you end up not getting the deal or um, you just screw things mm-hmm. up? Well, it's it's basically, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, it's a basically the concept. I will rather not do negotiation just to avoid a situation where I'm rejected or not achieving the goal. Yes, exactly. So th- that's the third thing I wanted to mention. And you just mentioned it, actually. So emotions. We're, they are playing a trick with us. We are afraid of embarrassment or stress. So um, we, we just assume that the opposite party will get offended. So mm-hmm. sometimes even when we ask certain questions, um, we, we are afraid that we will sound cheap or greedy. And I think we just really need to overcome this fear and take away some of the stress with, with really good preparation. Mm, and that brings us to the art of negotiation, <laughs> Ma- to master the art of negotiation. Uh, Elvina, I wanted to, like, if we go back to business, can you tell me how does negotiation impact the result uh, delivered by projects? So in short, to answer your question, I think the impact is really significant. I think we often encounter various kinds of conflict on a daily basis. So these conflicts sometimes have a direct or indirect impact to the project delivery. But really with negotiating skills, project manager can resolve these conflicts and they can ensure that success is achieved with a minimal risk um, to the project objective. Of course, in some cases, negotiations will fail uh, or they sometimes take a long time to work. Yeah, but, they just they don't work out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, I mean, that's one of the options. But eventually it's a back and forth communication and it's really designed to reach an agreement uh, when you and the other side have a shared interest. So Mm -hmm. the emphasis is really on balance. We can create a win-win situation for the both negotiating parties, but also, as you say, the objective is not really to win every negotiation. Uh, As I hear it is, I think the uh, common interest is the key word in this entire process. Not just that, as you said, a balance as well, but I guess just to find this tipping point where we have a common interest. Yeah, that's true, because eventually we also have a shared problem. So we we definitely want to come to 
a, a joint and wise decision. And what are the most common negotiating mistakes we should avoid once we are in the process of, of negotiation? Yeah, that's really, I think, good question. And it uh, the answer can deliver good uh, practical advice for everyone. But um, just maybe to give a disclaimer to everyone that uh, the, the reason behind mentioning mistakes is not to frighten anyone or to scare you off mm -hmm. you really should start negotiating everyone will mistakes at the beginning even the, the biggest professionals when they find themselves in a the situation uh, they they're doing something smoothly can actually make a mistake in that specific point definitely and I'll share some examples for sure so one thing from my point of view is the mindset so when you start thinking about something as not negotiable and something that's off the table, you set yourself up for failure already. So if you really think of everything as negotiable, you'll have a lot more options and you will think outside of the box. One of really the amazing lessons I think we all can uh, bear in mind is how much more we can actually get not in business, but overall in life, just by simply asking for it, right? Mm -hmm. That's a pretty simple thing. Next, negotiating mistake and that's that's getting back to to when you mentioned experience negotiators is unethical behavior a lot of us actually focus on competing rather than on collaborating and we really when negotiating we really need to separate the person or the, the people from the problem fresh negotiators actually tend to make this mistake but even some experienced ones they make like ambitious unreasonable demands and sometimes even go into the area of threats when trying to apply a tactic or try to get it their way. Um, but I think for a more effective negotiation, you really need to focus on creating a calming atmosphere and a valuable atmosphere. So when you take the time to build understanding and trust, both sides will feel more comfortable sharing their underlying interests in the negotiation. And when you have somebody across the table uh, that you need to negotiate with, uh, do you start with the point what's in for them to understand how you will negotiate with that specific entity or a person? That's one of the options, of course. But one of the things and, and how to kind of lay out your tactics for negotiating um, is just to always keep in mind that you have to prepare. You cannot just simply pull it off or improvise and just think as if you're a natural. Even if you have a clear idea about what you want from, from that negotiation and you have an idea how to start, you'll still need to prepare. So you have to rehearse your arguments carefully. And when you prepare, you feel more confident. That's ultimately very important for a negotiation as the other party will also take you seriously. It, it doesn't really matter how you will start with, with the negotiating as long as you are prepared and confident that that's really going to deliver a totally different message to the counterpart. And are there uh, more negotiating techniques to adapt? What would you would be your choice? You're right. There are some really amazing uh, negotiating techniques that uh, one can adapt. But before we maybe uh, go over to that topic, we can just close the circle on negotiating mistakes to avoid. One of the things that is really important to mention is emotions. We already mentioned them. 
uh, they can really prevent us from doing the best thing. Uh, often they are a really good ally. They can actually um, give you more information about how the negotiating is going. But um, really strong emotions can also keep us from making uh, rational decisions and they can lead us also into negotiating mistakes. Anger can, for example, can be such a bad ally and it can lead us to overly risky choices. So when negotiations get heated, just try taking a break and let everyone cool down. When you regroup and talk about what happened, giving everyone time and space to raise their concerns really helps look at things from another angle. So in other words, just keep your emotions in check and look at the entire process from a distance. That's really good advice. Another thing that uh, you can also take into account is that often when we negotiate, we are trapped in a box. So we think from a dualistic approach, Mm -hmm. it's always either I win or either I lose, right? So you're thinking that um, there is no alternative to the either or point, but you really should strive to think about a third option that usually always exists, but it's harder to find an option where the loss is minimized uh, or fairly shared. In my experience, like I always have get this stage fright uh, when I'm in a position to negotiate. So I guess the preparation is in any public speaking event, really crucial. I just wanted to ask you how to prepare for a negotiation. A long time ago, a friend of mine told me that we are the best negotiators when we care, but not too much. And I guess that goes under emotions. And uh, I guess it applies to all aspects of our life, not just business. But what do you think about it? How to really prepare for a negotiation process? First of all, you need to think about negotiating as a process. Uh, It's a continual story. It's not that one individual discussion that you are having with, with your client, or it's not that one meeting that you will have with your team. That's that's why it's very important not to have the stage fright, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So really embrace the richness and all the advantages of negotiating. So a couple uh, techniques are, for example, to or or the most important thing I would say for me is attitude. You should mm-hmm. really be positive, respectful, and open when negotiating. Um, the foundation that you are setting for an effective collaboration and negotiation. I believe it's laid down way before the negotiation starts. So it's actually about nourishing a positive attitude with project stakeholders and your team overall. So not just in in, in a negotiation. So this will really build confidence and credibility in their minds. Another thing is, and hand in hand with this attitude, I think goes the characteristics of remaining calm and patient. Stress and anger are like a disease. So they're really easily spread. And it takes just a few seconds or even that one unpleasant look to infect the entire team with it or to distribute the same emotion to your client. So this way you really lose the credibility and trust. You should really act as a role model in this case and remain your cool. So even when it comes to heated situations, you should definitely never be the one producing the anger or the stress. But I think more importantly, you should also be the one that calms situations down and yeah brings sort of a peace into into the environment. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense definitely. Should getting to yes be the aim of every negotiation? That's an intriguing question. <laughs> we should look at it uh, uh, from a different perspective. 
Um, I actually came across a very interesting uh, book, and um, those of you who are interested in, in negotiating might have already heard about it. It's called um, Never Split the Difference from Chris Wass, who is a former um, FBI hostage negotiator, and he really talks about the fas his fascination on the answer no. And I think um, he makes some really valuable points. But um, we all need to keep in mind that when someone is responding with a no, they ultimately are saying something else. They are saying that they are not yet ready or for some reason they are uncomfortable. They don't understand or they need more information. So what you want to do is trigger some solution-oriented questions uh, that can really help you um, take things to another level and ask what about this doesn't uh, work for you uh, or what you need to make it work. When we think about no, we always think about no as the opposite of yes. So we assume um, no is always a bad thing. And I think that but there no is a different angle to it. Actually. Absolutely. So no has actually a lot of power. And uh, when a client says no, he first of all feels safe and he's in the driver's seat. That That's absolutely fine. And we want him to feel that way. A solid no actually shows you that the other party is engaged and they're thinking. And from my experience, uh, it's always better to get a solid no as an answer than a very weak or a wobbly yes. The yes ultimately means uh, I don't know or let me just close this discussion by saying what you want to hear. And you really need to think of no as not being a failure. Often it just says wait or something else is bothering me. So no is actually, think of it as not the end of the negotiation, but the beginning. Of course, yes, is our final goal, but we want to, we don't want to aim for, for it at the very start. No is, is the opportunity and it has a lot of potential. That's interesting. I never thought about it that way. But now when you say it, it really makes sense. Um, Ervina, do, would you like to share some, some more uh, on this topic with our listeners before we uh, unfortunately close uh, this interesting conversation? And I'm sure we're going to have... Uh, another round, as as you said, uh, this is just uh, tip of the iceberg. Yeah, um, I think we talked about a lot of things and maybe it's important to just highlight the main takeaways for the audience. Before highlighting these, just think of negotiating as fun and uh, being productive. So as you develop those negotiating skills by learning and practice, people will just respect you more. They will not perceive you as you're challenging their professionalism. It's really something you should dive into. So yeah, as mentioned, main takeaways. The first one is, as we mentioned, don't avoid negotiating. So communicate the right way and uh, really this will turn out to be a very useful tool. The second takeaway, uh, remember everything is negotiable. So it's a process, it takes time. Just stay positive and respectful, calm and be patient. And if any unreasonable requests are raised, push back and negotiate. The third takeaway, and I cannot stress this enough, so we mentioned it earlier, knowledge is power, but preparation is king. Prepare and practice and negotiate. And then finally, what we just recently mentioned, don't be afraid of the no. This is where things actually get started. 
Thank you very much, Ervina, for uh, being with us and sharing these uh, very interesting points. I'm sure it will be valuable to all our listeners. It was really great, great pleasure talking to you and having you with us today. Thank you, Asya. It was uh, exciting and it was my pleasure as well. Thanks a million. Thank you for listening to Authority Partners podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode.